Coming up on the Cattle Barons Club podcast. We're going to talk about the idea of online romance. And we're going to talk about blended whiskeys. Those do not seem like a good conversation to have together. But you know what? We're going to discuss it here on the Cattle Barons Club. Real men talking about real topics. Here at the Cattle Barons Club, we'll hash out just about anything. If it's important to guys, we'll talk about it. So crack open a cold one and pull up a seat. The Cattle Barons Club podcast starts now. You know, just, I was thinking, you know, a, a couple years ago, I was driving through Houston, Alaska. Houston, Alaska. Houston, Alaska. So I used to live in Alaska. Uh, what's, what's interesting... It's like a Boulder, Montana. It's probably pretty similar. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's right there in the Matsu Valley. And soon they're going to be the one place in Alaska where you can buy both fireworks and pot. You're kidding. I am not fireworks kidding. Fireworks and pot. That's, that's oh, it. my god. So right now it's the only place in Alaska where you can legally buy fireworks. So they're okay. going to be a haven for pot and fireworks. I'm thinking, what could possibly go oh, wrong? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to be a couple missing fingers in that county. Absolutely. That's like, uh, that's uh, there's, a, there's a store down in, um, I, I don't know if they're just a Colorado Springs exclusive or or Colorado or whatever, but uh, it's called uh, uh, Gra- Grass and Go. And it's a gas station that has medical marijuana. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's, uh... Roll me one for the road, you know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Roll me one for the road. Um, okay, so interesting topic that we're going to try to break down today is, is uh, online dating relationships, kind of all of the above with a side of whiskey. We'll, we'll see how whiskey rolls into it. I feel like... A little whiskey might be required for this conversation, but uh, this was something that was kind of weighing on you when uh, when we came in and started talking about what we wanted to hash out today is online relationships. What do you what do you th- what are your thoughts, Billy? You know, I think a lot of people have done them. You know, right? Uh, probably, you know, as far as young, you know, millennial types and you know people kind of my age, right? Everybody has done it to some degree. And when you break down an online relationship, is it like you're actually dating the person you're just talking to them have you met the person i guess what do you classify as an online relationship are we talking like distance like you know particularly like a distance relationship that okay. that a person has actively defined you know where they're like okay you know okay. Even, even though you live in cleveland i live in florida you know we're a couple All right, and are we talking about people who have met each other um, sometimes, sometimes okay. not. the The whole contentious issue, I think, is is the people who have never met, never laid eyeballs right. on each other. Right. Because yeah. One thing I think that people run into is it doesn't matter if you're a very good, very honest person. You're always going to make want to make yourself look cooler than you really are. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, it's like uh, it's like that Brad Paisley song. You know, I'm I'm so much cooler online. Or whatever. oh yeah, I remember. I that mean, that one. describes it so well. You know, I'm. Uh, I forget the lyrics. I'll look up the lyrics while you're while you're talking, but uh, th- th- I think that describes it probably the best. But the the thing that's been weighing on me lately is is sort of the darker side of it. I had a friend of mine recently just chatting with me, and he um, had met a girl on some site, and right. they'd begin talking and they'd begin you know chatting and stuff. And she asked for his phone number. Well, he okay. he gave her her phone number, but then suddenly her profile on the site went away. And, Weird. And I told him, I said, well, you know, to me, that's a red flag. He said, well, just know you think that's a red flag. Just keep listening. Right. So they had really great conversations on the phone. She didn't want to video chat. 
Okay. Didn't really want to. But he to. actually got somebody on the phone to right. talk to. But Interesting. It, it okay. was, I can't remember what the area code was. It was in the U.S. Okay. But then suddenly she began asking for money, saying she had a uh, desperate need for money. Yep. And then suddenly he told me that the, the entire conversation revolved around money. They didn't talk about anything but her need for money. Wow. And he said, I feel really guilty because I just sort of blocked her. Right. And just let it go. And I'm thinking, you know, how many people get roped into that kind of thing? Oh, a ton. And I mean, you even think about like the kind of catfishing that would come through like a Tinder or a Bumble or a, a Plenty of Fish or I, I mean, some of the, I don't want to call them knockoffs, but the lower end dating, right? Like right. that's a pretty common thing to have or even Facebook Messenger, you know, working in the business I, I do, I get a lot of random Facebook messages. Some are real, some are not. Some are legitimately catfish. Like, and I always try to like, I, I find it really entertaining to mess with them, you know, and go on there, but it never fails. Like after you get a certain few in, it's like, oh, hey, you want to meet up for, you know, a little coitus later? <laughs> you know? And then it's like, you know, it, 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 you know, immediately know because it turns to that really quickly. Right. And then right after that, it turns to like, oh, but by the way, I got to check out and make sure that you're, you know, not some crazy. So you got to go to this website and verify your and pay some money to age. do it. Correct. Yeah. You go and verify your age and your name, your rank, your serial number. And oh, by the way, it costs 50 bucks. And then after that, you know, you can watch me on my webcam because I don't actually even live in the same city. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, my gosh. So, I mean, there's a lot of it out there. There's a lot of it out there. Um, yeah. Uh, what, you know, it, you know, that's disturbing. The, the thing that really is even worse than that are the, you know, the people who are the romance scammers. Oh, totally. I have, I have a couple of friends, one of whom is not speaking to me right now because, right. you know, she, she called me to let me know. She said, hey, I'm engaged. I'm oh, so boy. excited. I'm engaged. Okay. So I started asking questions. Well, apparently he lives in Nigeria. He's a businessman. Oh, geez. And so I just, I just sort of cut through everything. I'm like, right. Do you have a ring and a date? Right. Well, no. Okay. Have you actually <laughs> laid one? Have you actually laid eyeballs on this person? Problem two. Well, no. <laughs> I'm like, have you had a video chat with this person? No. And, and she's she like, no. Answer. That's no two? Yeah, it's, that's no two. And I'm thinking, you know, okay, so uh, this is yeah. this is a wealthy business person right. with all kinds of internet connections. This person, sure as heck, if he's going to marry you, is going to want to have a video chat with you. I told oh, her, 100%. I said, demand a video chat before you go any further. And she did, and suddenly his website disappeared, his Facebook disappeared. And it's your fault, though. And it's my fault, oh you know. Oh, my gosh. I, I've had something similar to that happen a couple times. And, I, you know, when I was, you know, in, in the ministry, I made a couple, you know, ladies really, really angry because they wanted to stand up and say that, you know, hey, I'm engaged, and I want to share that with the church. <laughs> so I'm like, well, tell me <laughs> <To> about... <who? laughs> right? So I'm like, tell me about this engagement. And, oh, he's from Africa. He's, you know, he lives in... I'm like, nope. Like, what do you mean? Oh no. Oh, my gosh. So you may think I'm a jerk now. Right. But when this thing tanks and you find out he's a scammer and, you you know, you're, you're not going to have little old ladies say, well, have you heard from your fiance? Right. You know, if you just keep a lid on it right now and when it turns out he's a scammer, it'll be done. It'll save you some heartbreak. Oh, my goodness. And lo and behold, yes, in those occasions. Right. You know, I, I've known of maybe two or three working out. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a very good friend, an old fraternity brother of mine that met a girl online He's now married to her. I was best man in his wedding. Um, but they lived in the same state. Right. I had, uh, well, speaking of which, actually kind of a recent development in my life that's along these lines is uh, a good friend of mine actually married a gal from Argentina. 
And, you know, I'm a pretty straight, like, there's not a lot of, you know what I'm thinking, right? Like, I kind of lay it all on the line. So anyways, you know, let's rewind a couple years back. You know, I think it was like a friend of a friend that inter- like was like, oh, you should talk to this gal online. You know, and me being his friend, I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, don't do that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, especially in Argentina. Like, come on, right. man. And so anyways, long story short, like, keeps talking, keeps talking, and... Uh, they moved very quickly, okay? So that just, in my mind, being his best friend, I'm like, all right, dude, something ain't right here. Next thing I know, he's like, well, I asked her to marry me. And I'm like, what? Did, like, you've <laughs> never even met... Okay, you've talked to her on the phone, you've messaged, whatever, but you've never, like, seen this girl in person. Well, next thing I know, he's out of the country, down in Argentina, married. This is, oh, God, probably five, six years ago. And uh, he's back in the States now. They have two kids. He's like, she's coming soon. You know, he, he came back to the States to kind of get things laid out, you know, get get the job going, get an apartment, things like that. And uh, more more power to him. But like, <laughs> you know, from like a best friend standpoint, I'm kind of like, what is happening? You can hear the dogs in the background doing their thing. Right. But uh, it's like, what in, what am I supposed to do in a friend standpoint? Because I'm kind of like, there's the, like, this doesn't, especially, ah, doesn't add up. But you know what? It worked out. You know, and I've known people who had a lot of bad luck before they had good luck. Um, one friend of mine, he was calling me all excited about a girl he met in Idaho. So months go by, I don't speak to him, and I was right. finally talking to him a few months later. So how did the girl in Idaho go? He said, "Well, she was melancholy." <laughs> I'm like, "What do you mean by melancholy?" He said, "She had a body like a melon and a face like a cauliflower." <laughs> So that one didn't work. The one in Ohio didn't work. The one in Nevada didn't oh work. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's like, you know, again, going back to Brad Paisley and the song Online, you know, it's like it starts out by saying, you know, I'm five foot three and overweight. I live with my mom and dad, blah, 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 sci-fi fanatic. And uh, then it goes into, you know, check out his MySpace profile, which is MySpace still a thing? No, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know anybody who has a MySpace page I anymore. I should try to, like, go back. Is, is it, it's still around, though, right? Like, it's still a website? MySpace? I, I think know. somebody bought it or something. I'll but, have to uh, check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then he goes into, you know, his profile, and all of a sudden he's, you know, living down in Hollywood, six foot five, you know, drives a Maserati, black belt in karate, you know, things like that. But, you know, the, the thing is, is if you're trying to, to meet somebody, you know, that you actually want to meet, eventually they're going to know that you look like Danny DeVito. 100%. You know, eventually they're going to know that you're driving a Pinto. Right. You know, so. Right. And uh, I can't even think of that. I'm a huge Western fanatic. You know, I watch Westerns all the time because I have no life. But um, there's, a, there's a Western like that, you know, as a mail order bride kind of situation or whatever. And, you know, turned out like that. But anyways, um, where was I going with this? I don't remember where I was going with this. Being cooler than you are online. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, it's just like it's so easy to hide that aspect of life, you know. And and I mean, I've you know I've done it too. I've I've met people like I'll be the first to admit like I've met people, especially you know like in between relationships, you have the online profile, you meet somebody you want to meet up, right? And it's amazing what a camera phone can make people look like. Sure, that's all I gotta say. It is amazing. <laughs> okay. there's, there's there's filters and stuff. Oh for yeah, that. yeah. I mean, golly, you meet these people like, jeez, like. You look nothing like your picture, you know, and man, that's frustrating. You do need a couple glasses of whiskey to make that one look normal. Right. You know. Uh, A friend of mine told me, he said, if you really want to know what a girl looks like, don't look at her Facebook. Look for the photos she's been tagged in. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Because that, that's that, a really good one. That's where you really get an idea when they've been caught off guard and you know somebody else's pitcher and they've tagged them and they don't they don't worry about process or they don't yeah. worry about keeping up their image. They're like, hey, this is my friend. And she's doing whatever. Oh, good point. Probably drunk, being stupid. That's right. a really good point. I never thought of that. Look the, for the tagged pictures. Exactly. Look for the, and that's where you get a, a really good idea of what somebody really looks like. Right, right. But, yeah, golly. Because it's, it's hard. I mean, anymore, you know, with filters and Snapchat this. and uh, I mean, but I think like, okay, like this brings up the next topic too. Like as a society and as men, how much have we lost as in being able to walk up to a woman and talk to them, see that's and carry on a conversation. Like so, when I was when I was refing hockey and, and traveling the country or whatever, like it used to amaze guys that I would work with that I would like. Okay, like if there was an attractive gal at the bar, I would just walk up to her and talk to her. Woo, you know, and 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 like that's coming from me. I was scared of my own shadow as a kid, right? Like even through high school, like I had no, I had as much game as a flat basketball, right? Like, but I just got to this point where I was like, I refused. I was like, if I like have to rely on online to meet somebody, I'm just not going to like, I'm just, I'm either got to like get out of my shell and go up and do something, you know, and like be a man about it. Uh, but I find like, even from a girl standpoint, like they're almost shocked. Like they're shocked. They're like, oh my gosh, a guy came up to me. And then they're almost kind of like standoffish a little bit. Like not in a bad way. Not like, you know, oh gosh, like look at this guy. He looks like a, you know, he got hit with a rock or something. But it's just so they're taken so like aback in the fact that a guy actually like was like, hey, you know, I found you attractive, uh, blah, 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 blah. And so have we lost that, Billy? Like I think we have. And if we haven't completely lost it, we've, you know, it's very buried because it is so much easier because you, you know, you get through these filters like, oh, you know, she listens to hip hop. I hate hip hop. Oh, right. she, she likes reality television. What in the world are we even going to have to talk about? You know, right? Exactly. But you know, that could be your future wife, right there. Right. You know, because I found you'd be surprised about people who have absolutely nothing in common have amazing romantic chemistry. Right. That right. that's something we're missing. And you'd be amazed. Some of the prettiest, most gorgeous girls you would ever see out in public are very lonely because you know. 100%. So, so many guys, we've become so emasculated and so right. not confident right. that guys will just look at her and say, oh, she's far too pretty f- to ever be interested in me. 100%. 100%. And, and she might be looking at you out of the corner of her eye thinking, you know, I wish that guy would come talk to me. Right. You right. know? Mm-hmm. And, you know. The, it, it all boils down to confidence. Right. And and I just, I feel like as men, we have lost that. But I think society has worked to kind of beat beat kind of beat it out of us. Hundred percent, they have. You know, we're you got to be scared of like doing anything wrong anymore. You know, and I don't want to get into that topic on this podcast. But like, my goodness, like the way society has trended and the way social media is, and everybody getting charged with this, that, and the other. And it's like I'm not saying that any of these people are innocent by any means, but I'm just saying like it's gotten to the point where it's like it's half as a male. Like, what what do you do? Right. There was literally an article in Men's Health about that the other day, like proper boundaries and, and all of that. And right. I mean, golly, like it used to be so much more cut and dry, like do this, don't do that. And now it's like, oh, gosh, well, you know, ask about this and trot on this line first. And oh, my goodness. But, you know, it's it, and it's about, you know, the whole class thing has gone from being a man too. you know, I, right. You know, I come from the South, you know, when you're on a date with a woman, 
you're walking with her, you walk on the street side and you have her walk on the, you know, you know, on the right. side, just, right. just little, little things that, you know, are very manly. And, and so much of that is gone. Or sometimes people will get offended. You know, a woman will get offended yeah. if you open a door, if you, oh, pull I out, know. you know, yeah. and I, I joke with Shannon about that a lot. You know, I'm like, I know you're an independent woman, but let me get the door for you. Right. <laughs> and it drives her nuts. But, but I mean, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, you know, women have nothing again wrong with an independent woman, but um, from a male standpoint, you know, it's like, okay. But you know, and I know where you're coming from in high school. I mean, I don't think I dated at all in high school. Mm-hmm. A girl would come talk to me and I'd look at the floor and I'd start getting nervous. Oh, and same, oh, what I say? Same, dude. I was scared of my, oh yeah. But I was very blessed. You know, I, I, I joined a fraternity when I was a freshman in college. And right. the guy who was my big brother in the fraternity was just like, he noticed, he's like, you're nervous around girls. I'm like, yeah. 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 He said, let's solve that. He brought, oh, gosh. brought out a bottle of wine, handed me a bottle of wine and said, you need to drink that before we get from the house to the girl's dorm. Oh man. And I'm going to cut you loose in the lobby. <laughs> lobby and you're going to talk to girls. And so I was, I was really nervous as we walked out the door, but right. by the time we got to the girls dormitory, I was ready to chat. Right. You're ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I, you know, I was still, I'm still a little shy, you right. know, and I'd, I'd still be a little nervous, but you know, I, I could engage, you know, I could right. go and talk to a girl and I've, you know, particularly in college, I've asked a lot of girls to dance and they said, mm-hmm. no, no, thank All you. Right. right. So asked, what? Move on. Right. It's, and it's, I've asked a girl or two out on a date and, mm-hmm. you know, she'd be kind of like, do you think men are scared of that nowadays? I think so. I think it really bothers a man. It like wounds his manhood if, right. you know, he approaches a girl and she rejects him. You know what I think helped me with that? Probably looking back. Hindsight being 2020 was I worked in uh, sales for a while and uh, <laughs> the amount of no's you get in sales, I oh, mean, yeah. it's, it's like constant, right? It's like what, like three to 10 ratio, not even like two to 10 ratio to yeses to every 10. And uh, that will really cure you of the uh, the word no really, really quickly. Right. Um, and, and that's how it is. You know what? Like I just look at it now, like again, you know, I'm in a relationship, but I just look at it now as like, okay, you walk up, you talk to somebody. If it goes well, great. If it doesn't, who cares? They're lost, not mine. And for some women, no is a game. They want to see if you're going to be persistent. Right. Uh, right. I, and, I, and and some, yeah, it's worth it. And then others, you're kind of like, all right, I was doing you a favor. Right. <laughs> all right, it's getting late in the evening here and, uh, you know, two o'clock right around the corner. No, I'm just kidding. That's very crude. That's very crude. But no, I mean, you know, I, I remember in college, I asked this girl out twice. She told me no, and then I just kind of let it go, moved right, on. Right, And then she told a mutual friend of ours, if you would asked me out one more time, I would have gone out with them. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Okay, good for you. Yeah, right. exactly. It's like, you know, I enjoy, not that I enjoy a game, but I mean, yeah, you, you kind of like a little banter, a little, I mean, you don't want anything that's like too easy, right? Right. But then again, it's kind of like, all right, all right. So, I mean, I wonder what, like, finally, what do you think finally just killed it? And and made guys turn to the online thing. Well, I think that you know, the the sort of systematic emasculation of men has been going on since like the seventies. Oh, I and remembered then, a topic I wanted to talk about on this too. Now but, that you say masculinity, but then you know, you know that it was been it was slowly done, and then so many rules and so many you know arbitrary things, and then you get to a point where. Okay, I don't have to take risk. I can get mm-hmm. online. I get on a website, and there's women there, and I know they're looking for men. Right. And I can filter out what I don't want. Right. You know, oh, this girl has a birthmark below her eye. I don't like that. You know, I'm stupid. Not, I'm not going to talk yeah. to her. Right. You know, right. this girl likes country music, and you know, I, I like Radiohead, so I'm not going to talk to that girl. Right. You know. Right. I mean, it could be a situation where you guys learn to like each other's music and grow from it, you know. Right, but right. It might be the greatest thing since sliced bread and you just don't know you it. You just but. overlook it because it's 
it's a very digitized and we're a very now kind of people. Oh, hundred percent. You know, I mean, everything has to be instant nowadays. Right. You know, we, we don't, we don't like something you have to work on, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. <laughs> so true. Cause back in the olden days, sometimes, you know, I know uh, stories of, you know, man and woman see each other on a farm road and they propose right there and they're married right. 70 years. Right. But a lot of it was getting to know somebody, get to know the girl. Then right. you're interested in the girl. Well, you know, you, you, I better go meet her dad and get in good with her dad. If I want to take this right. any further. And that's yep. a process. It takes time. Exactly. It takes energy. And it's so much simpler just right. to, you know, I mean, think about breakfast. You know, how many people eat instant grits? Right. A lot of people don't even know what like real grits taste like. Right. Real country grits. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it can't be beat. You know, the instant does not measure up no, to the real thing. No. But we don't know that. Right. You don't want to work for it. That's with a lot of things in life. I and mean, we kind of even talked about that last episode. But people just don't want to work for things. You know, they want to take the easy way out. And I mean, I feel it. That yeah, it's just been like a constant down spiral. Is is everybody wants everything now, 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 including relationships. And then to take it a step further is like you said, you can you know set all these filters to okay, I want five foot ten to five foot twelve. That's pretty tall actually, uh, or six foot, you know. Uh, but I want this height to this height, this weight to this weight. You know, this kind of person likes this. And then all of a sudden you have like two options. You know, you live in a town like Denver. And all of a sudden, out of that many people, you have two options. You message those two options. You know, you finally get the goal to send a message to those two options, and you never hear back from them. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, gosh. You know, you feel defeated, and it's like that almost just feeds it. You know, oh, gosh, you know, okay, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try that because all of a sudden, you know, now, oh, I found my ideal candidate, and they want nothing to do with me instead of, you know, breaking out of your shell, growing a pair, and going to the bar wherever and just go talk to people. Right? Like – Man, oh man, like, and it's like, and it's like if, if even if you don't want to go to the bar, you know, so many churches oh, yeah. have singles ministries. Exactly. You know, yep. go, you know, you're going to find somebody with a somewhat similar worldview there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or yeah. like, I mean, uh, like, I don't know that they really do many around here. I mean, it's kind of small town that we live in, but like, I know when I lived in the Springs, you know, there's there's tons of like running clubs or biking clubs where right. they'll like they'll go on a run and then they hit the brewery after or something and you meet so many people at those events or hiking clubs or whatever it may be um uh meet up you know and meet up is not by any means like it's not a um the reason i point this app out it's not a dating app at all are you familiar with meet up at all i've heard of it yeah it's so i mean it's worthless around here because actually funny story what do they do oh it's a big fedex truck we got the window open you know, we, that's a topic for a different day. Anyways, um, no, so Meetup, it's, it has nothing to do with dating until I moved to Great Falls and I look at the Meetup and the only thing in there is like a 40 plus dating. But anyways, Meetup is basically you go on there and you can narrow in your interest, but it's, it's basically like group organization. So like if you and I wanted to be like uh, start a hiking club. Like every Saturday we want to go hiking. You know, you put the details on there. Like here's what it is. Is there a cost? Yes, no, whatever. Um, Then you basically put it out and people can RSVP to it. Um, It's great for business. You know, like I used to go to a lot um, of business uh, meetups, you know, whether it be like focused on like business technology or maybe it was a training session for this or maybe it was just a business networking thing. Um, But things like that, right? Like like just anything like business networking or – yeah, like a hiking club, whatever it may be, just find something that, you know, gets you out of the house and gets you in front of people because it, frankly, it's no different than sales. It is a numbers game. Right. Period. And, you know, I mean, there's, you even look at, you know, when I was doing sales, you think of people that like, ah, I'm going to cold call on this person. They're not going to be a buyer. Turns out to be one of your best clients. Yeah. 
It's the same thing with a relationship. Somebody that you may never have given the time of day to, um, you know, uh, me even, frankly. Like, I swore up and down I would never in a million, gajillion, trillion years date somebody in the same industry as me. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Guess what? Over a year now. <laughs> right. <laughs> dating somebody in the same industry. Um, and, and there again, like, it was just like, it just kind of fell into place. Like, it just start, you know, you just meet people. You become friends. And frankly, I think that's where the best relationships start is like you start as friends. Sure. And escalate from there. Like there's there's no need to like put all these titles on it right out of the gate. And that's another thing is people are so instant gratified, right? Like they need that instant now, 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 now that they feel like, okay, I went on a date. So next week we got to kiss and then we got to do this and then we got to do this. And like you put all these stipulations on, just go out and friggin' hang out with people. Sure. Who cares? You know? Yeah, I remember my, my grandfather, I'm paraphrasing my grandfather, but you know, a lot of times he would tell me, okay, that, that couple, they're going to work or that couple, they're not going right. to work. I'm like, well, why do you say that they're not going to work? <laughs> he said, and I'm definitely paraphrasing here. He said, sooner or later, they're going to have to stop having coitus and talk. <laughs> <laughs> and when that happens, it's over. Yep. And I've never, I never once saw him be wrong about that. Yeah. You know, when he saw a couple, you know, he said, sooner or later, they're going to have to stop one thing and start another, and that's going that's to be the hilarious. end of it. And he's, he's always been right about that. That you know, And that brings up a really good point. I don't know if we want to take this podcast in this direction, but the whole you know um, sex before marriage thing, right? Like that almost plays into that, right. right? Like you do it before you get hitched. It's kind of old news. Then what? Right. right? And, then, right. and then you get to that point in a relationship where, like your grandpa said, that's something that probably just doesn't really <laughs> – happen that much or ever uh what do you do what do you do and i feel like you know you backtrack and and you kind of take things maybe a little bit more old school it kind of sets you up for a long-term success versus having that instant gratification right just you a know, thought you know and and that's another thing you know somebody could use in defense of the whole idea of you know an online relationship that's legit you know each other's soul oh, yeah. before you know each other physically yep, yep. i mean and, I, and there is something to be said for that if right. you're doing something that's legit if it's a legit relationship there is a value of getting to know somebody 100 percent. you know but how did you meet them did you meet them in some cookie cutter kind of deal or right. did you you know run across them Say, you know, you're a guitar enthusiast. Oh, there's this girl and she's cute and she plays guitar, right, you know. Right, There are 10,000 other things that could be different about, but, you know, you find that one point of contact and then suddenly you're in a relationship. But yep. then, you know, and it's, but, you know, if you meet people who are exactly like you, that's so boring. No, it really is. What is there to discover? It really is. It's like, oh, I'm a Star Trek fanatic. Oh, I'm a Star Trek fanatic. Have you seen Deep Space Nine? Yep, I've seen Deep Space Nine. You know, have you seen this episode? Yep, I saw that episode. <laughs> exactly. It, you know, it's it's yep. like, it's exciting to like, oh, goodness, you know. I mean, I you know. Right. I, I'm not really looking for romance right now, but if I ever, you know, in the future you right. know, decided I wanted to, you know, I'd be, it'd be really cool if I went up to a girl and said, hey, have you heard the new Foo Fighters album? She's like who's your favorite Baroque period composer? Right. You know, might be a little intimidating to get that question, but the next question out of my mouth is, well, tell me about Baroque period composers. I want to learn right. about that. You exactly. Know, it suddenly, pushes you. You grow, you know? Right. Right. And I mean, frankly, it's like, that's what, in my opinion, that's what a relationship is. Like, what's the point of being with somebody if they don't better you? Right. And you don't better them. What What the heck is the point? There is absolutely no point in it. If you don't benefit them and they don't benefit you, a.k.a. grow and push each other in the right directions, what the heck's the point? Yeah, you because know, sometimes people get like, together and they, they bring out each other's crazy and they push 100%. each other in the wrong direction. Been there, done you know? that. Right. Exactly. Been there, done that. And then it's like you get people like, 
you know, my aunt who, you know, she's been in her fair share of relationships, um, but will like, she's never going to get married ever again. Like she just doesn't, that's just not her thing. You know, it just right. doesn't fit her because I mean, frankly, like I, she is one of the toughest SOBs I've ever, oh my goodness. One of the toughest SOBs I've ever met in my life. Excuse the dogs. We'll close the door next podcast episode. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a problem when I opened the door. I was like, these little dudes are going to look out anyways um but like there again i'm not saying she doesn't have anything to offer but i mean she's the kind of person she's probably not gonna bring out the best in everybody she's just not i mean she's one of the toughest sobs hard and working sobs i've ever met in my life um probably not the most conducive for a relationship sure you know very independent and um yeah so again what the heck's the point if it's not benefiting both parties and and that's something i tell people too like right now if you're feeling very needy and insecure yes. don't, don't get in a relationship oh my gosh and i've done it billy oh my goodness that's like the worst thing you can do oh my goodness i have done that it jeez oh, i look back at all the dumb stuff i've done and that's it like where, where you get into a relationship and you put so much stake in that relationship to make you happy oh my god how fatiguing is that yeah. you know you put all your cards into that basket and you're basically looking for that relationship to solve all your problems and you don't see it when you're in it until you like take a step back and all of a sudden it's like, Oh my gosh, what was I doing? Like that was, I mean, I think you need to be in a position and this is whether you're a man or you're a woman, you need to be in the position where you're confident, where you are the best you. Yes. Because you're bringing the best to the relationship. Right. And I think marriage or any kind of long-term relationship, when you really boil it down to the brassest of tacks, Mm -hmm. it is a covenant. To yes. enjoy the very best that each other has to offer while doing your best to ignore and overlook the worst. 100%. You know. Well, and if, if, if you're not happy with yourself and you're not in the best place you can be, how the heck do you expect anybody else to be happy with you? Right. It's yeah. just, I mean, you're setting yourself up for failure right then and there. I mean, if you're looking for somebody to bring you happiness, if your happiness depends on a romance, mm-hmm. I mean, you're automatically... You're done right you're, then and there. You're set for codependence. Hundred percent. You know, right. it's like somebody with a serious alcohol problem. You know, reaching for a bottle. Right. You know, you're not reaching right. for something healthy and something that's building. You're reaching for, you know, to 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 empower your worst qualities when you do that. That is correct. Right. Right. Feels good at the time, but then <laughs> a couple hours later, that headache is an sob. You right. know, it's real real simple. But uh, you know, and that's that's interesting because I think that you know, I, I hate to say it, but I think online dating. Really, and online relationships really bring out the worst in that, you know, because there again, like, how good do you get to know? Like, okay, I know you argue the fact that, like, oh, you're getting to know them on this, right. this deep connection, BS. But how unless honest- you can sit there and look somebody in the eye, right? How are you? How? How? That's not even. Doesn't even know. The whole getting to know somebody's soul can only work if that person is one hundred percent honest, right? And right. Ready to meet themselves and that person as they truly are, and not right. as how they want to be. I knew it, stupid little dog. Oh, keep it, talking, Billy. Well, never mind. No, they're just gonna yep. But anyways, but yeah, I mean, neighbors got home. But who is capable of that level of honesty? Right. You know? And even you know, even somebody who's going to be honest and share everything about their best qualities and the best things about themselves, you know. Those best things are going to look good, but they're going to leave out the fact that, oh, I have a narcissistic personality disorder. Exactly. Or, you know, I have a, you know, a crazy ex-wife that, you know, tries to make my life a living hell. I'm going to, yep. I'm going to, I'm going to completely leave that out of the equation and right. not talk about that. And then suddenly, right. 
you find out when things are a little more serious and like, right. why didn't you tell me about these things? You know? Well, and how does things, I mean, even talking on the phone, like inflection, right, is so right. different. Um, I mean, okay, that's the thing, like working in radio and media, like I've learned inflection since the day I started in this business, right? Right. If you're talking to me on the phone or listening to me on the air or whatever and not seeing my face, like I can, I can pitch any kind of inflection you need. Right. Right. So, you know, especially via text message, you're sitting there messaging somebody online. Do you really like, okay, even if the person is being like, even if it is a real person, remove the fact that it's fake or whatever, even if it is a real person, how genuine is that person being? How do you even make that connection? Oh, you know, I've seen people, you know, their voices, hey, I am okay and I'm fine and I'm having a fantastic day. But their eyes, their face say, I really want to go to the grocery store and buy a bottle of Drano and drink it. You know? (laughs) (laughs) People can hide stuff, you know. That is not recommended by the Cattle Barons Club or Jason Laird Productions, LLC. (laughs) We don't don't sanction that sort of activity. But... um, yeah, no, it's 100% true, though. You know, it's funny you mention that because I think after our last podcast or whatever and talking about some of those things, I keep getting all these, like, depression uh, commercials, pre-roll things on right. my YouTube. <laughs> and I'm like, I swear, like, I'm solid, man. Like, maybe, you know, 10, 15 years ago, but now I'm, like, solid, and I keep getting all these depression things. So I think that, I mean, I just, that's a topic we need to t- carry on is, is my phone actually listening to me at all times or is my Alexa listening to me at all times because I think she is. But anyways... Um, so yeah, I keep getting all these messages, but there's uh, the reason I mentioned that is there's a commercial uh, that I keep getting where they, they take, you know, well-known actors and like, they're portraying like, I'm not okay. No, no, no. You know, I'm, I'm down in the dumps. I'm sad, blah, blah, blah. And then they like step off the set and then they're like, you know, depression is a real thing. It's not an act or whatever. Um, lost where I was going with that. But anyways, yeah, you, you get where I'm going. Hopefully. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but that, that is a scary point you bring up. I've noticed, you know, I, I was thinking about, um, it was an Ibanez guitar the other day, and I pulled up my website and or my Facebook there or something. Is. There's an ad, mm-hmm. you know. It, you know, people wonder how does that happen. I think a big part of it is when you play these games. Like, um, what kind of potato are you? And oh, then it goes yes. through and it scans yes. everything about my you and your mom profile. Is the worst at those. See, and be, oh, God. my question is, what algorithm? What gives them the authority to assert what kind of potato you are? What formula oh, are they nothing. using to determine that? It's, it's basically arbitrary stuff that they're just pulling out of their Stupid. rear ends, yep. so that they can come in and scan you and figure out how to advertise. And then to you. you sell, and then they turn around and sell that information. That's we need to have a podcast on that because that's something I don't know a ton about it, but from working in advertising and being in media, I do know a fair amount about how those algorithms work and what kind of data. Like if you knew what kind of data your stupid cable box and or uh, Dish TV or Direct TV box pulls from you, you would probably cancel your service on the spot. Okay, because like again, being in this business, we have to go through training to understand ratings and like because ratings have changed, right? right? Like I don't want to get oh, I don't want to get too far off topic here, but like. Things have changed a lot in that department. It is no longer diary showing up to, you know, Jimmy Bob's house. With and $5 Jimmy, bill. You know. Right, with a $5 bill that Jimmy Bob fills out. Uh-uh, no, no, it is all digital, my friend. And our ratings and ratings across the board come from multiple sources, and it's all tied back to your credit history. That is a topic for another Cattle Barons Club episode that, that might we'll ought to be about. The, that might ought to be the next one, you know. That should be, because, I, I mean, again, we, you know, I don't know the whole gamut and the whole spectrum, but I can tell you 
Uh, I'll probably get fired, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> the Cattle Barons Club podcast is going to make me so much money. I can retire from my job. No, but that, that honestly, yeah. So tune in. Keep keep up to date because we will. I promise you we will do a Cattle Barons Club topic podcast on privacy privacy and, and where, you know. But that even goes back to the online dating thing, right? Like, you start like you start doing the online dating thing and looking at your phone through Tinder or whatever. That it's amazing. Like I still get. I don't know why I haven't. Maybe it's because of our podcast. I don't know. But like literally, okay. I'm gonna pull up my Facebook here. Okay. Right. And I'm gonna see how long it takes for a dating thing, which blows my mind. I don't understand how this comes up because again, I'm in a relationship. Like I don't. Um. Now watch. Probably not gonna come up. I don't understand where this comes from. Da, 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 da. Okay, so the first ad become okay. The first ad that pops up is a business ad, which that makes sense because I look up a lot of business stuff online. But anyways, where I'm going with this is I get all, like a ridiculous amount of advertisements for dating apps. You know, I noticed. I don't understand it on on my Facebook page. I moved mine recently from married to separated. Okay, and so the friend suggestions changed radically. I mean, suddenly it was just single women. Maybe that's what it is because, like, even though like Shannon and I are in a relationship, I don't know that our Facebook status. No, because that's that. something dumb. Like, we again, we started as friends, whatever, and like, we were never going to do that whole title BS, like anything, right? So, okay, I'm not seeing it now. Of course, when I talk about dating and relationships, my phone does not do what I think it will do. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, I get I get single postings and dating apps all the time on Facebook and the internet. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like I don't understand why. So I knew somebody um recently was talking about <clears throat> I can't remember the specifics, but he had kind of a thing for Latin American women. And let me guess, it started showing him pictures of Latin American women. Yeah, he gets, on, he gets on a gets on a dating site and yeah. he just list is populated. Yes. With women from El Salvador. Yes. And, oh know. my gosh, that's interesting you say that because even on mine, like if I was <laughs> I hope Shannon doesn't listen to this. If if I was to tailor in, right, like take my little idealistic picture and draw it, right? Right. A lot of the little gals that show up on these so called dating apps like fit it. They really do. And I don't know how that algorithm works. But again, that just, that just, oh man, there you go. That just, that just fits our original theme here of like online relationships. Are you even talking to a real person or not? It's just so much more wholesome to meet somebody you know, right. at church, at the bar. Right. The- if I walk up and talk to somebody, I know what they, I know what they are, right? Like, I mean, yeah, they might be a total nut job and we may True. not connect, but you know what? Like there they are. That's the person. It's it's not a computer screen. Yeah, nothing ventured, nothing gained. You right. know, um, and you know, and my grandmother used to tell me when I was kind of a more introverted young guy. She's mm-hmm. like, "Well, Billy, you're never going to meet girls, and you're never <laughs> going to do whatever if you don't get out of your room." <laughs> Well, you know, now that's not true, you know. Oh, right, right. Boy could sit in his room all day. God, and I know. Get 10,000, right? you know, alleged friends, you oh, know. So true. So true. Yeah. No, you can buy your friends anymore. You can buy your dates. You can buy your friends. You can all of it. I mean, you've been able to buy your dates for a long time, but yeah. you had to be wealthy to do that now anymore. Well, yeah. Geez, guy here in town working at the school was buying his women there for a while, too. He's now behind <laughs> the, 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 the 
sell. But no, it's an interesting topic. And I mean, I think this is something that we'll probably cover on a lot of episodes, you know, moving forward, uh, online relationships, online dating, because it's, it's an ever changing world. It's, it's, uh, it's it's something that people aren't daring to talk about very much. No, no, God, no. Again, about the only time, which is what the cattle barons club is founded around. The only time dudes like, We'll start talking about this as they get a couple drinks in them and they're at the bar with some buddies and and that is the kind of conversations we're going to have here is, you know, you get a couple drinks in you, some weird topic comes up. Hey, I met this gal online. What do you think? Right. Well, there you go. We should bring my buddy in for this. I doubt he would do it, but he is like the, uh, the swiping master. I don't know if he's a swiping master, but he is like a Tinder just madman constant tinder hog which in a town like this doesn't do them a lot of good because right. there's this there there's not much merchandise out there to, <laughs> to, okay that's not derogatory i swear if i get a derogatory email from somebody because i just called women merchandise i swear to you i was kidding it was just a statement <laughs> actually i don't care we'll just post it see here's what we're gonna do anytime we get derogatory stuff we're gonna copy and paste it on the homepage right. and get people to comment on it so what do you think about what this right. person said? Oh, did you yeah. see what I shared? Well, okay, like, obviously I shared it today, so that wouldn't matter at time of recording, blah, blah, blah. But I can show you what I, I – now that we're we're doing the podcast again, I'm trying to kick up the, the Cattle Barons Club Facebook page again. Because, uh, again, this whole thing started with, a, like, a home bar. Right. You know? Started with a bunch of dudes building a bar, having some good conversations. Like, you know what? We need to make a podcast out of this. Uh, hold on. I'm looking. Do, 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 do. Come on, you stupid thing. I had to switch my internet because I was tired of... So I've always had like... Because again, you know, I have a, a business or whatever. Right. And so I always had business internet here at the house, which was would, was better, but I was tired of paying for it. That was ridiculous. It was stupid. Yeah, so this is... So basically, I'm going to describe it. You have 1947, very classy gentleman, overcoat, hat, you know, classy uh, guy from what you would expect to see in the the 40s, 50s, and even early 60s. And then on the right-hand side, you have 2019, a guy wearing a striped tie-dye shirt, uh, skinny jean short thingies, I don't know what kind of shoes he's wearing, and a man bun. And it said, something went terribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? Exactly. That's that that sums up today's conversation in a nutshell. Something went terribly wrong. Like I see these guys with these big old beards and say, like, if you can't even take a knife and clean a fish, shave. You know? Right. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I don't know this guy from Adam, but I, I hope that our podcast at some point gets big enough where we can reach out to people like this. Uh, but it, he's got a podcast called uh, You Betcha. And he's out of the Midwest. I got to show you his stuff. It's hilarious. And uh, he's a big, like, bush beer lover, you know. Um, and basically, he he just, you know, he's he's your typical Midwestern beer drinking, just red-blooded American. That's all he is. And uh, cool dude. But anyways, he, uh, he'll do various videos kind of making fun of, like, that whole thing. You know, the big beer. Like, he has one that, I, that comes to mind or whatever. Uh, talking about micro brews, you know, and he rolls up on a bike and, you know, man bun and like rolls up bike to the micro brew. And it, it's it's awesome. We'll have to post some of his stuff to the page. So hopefully we get big enough to be able to like reach out to people like that and talk to him. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, I remember in Alaska seeing a guy with a European handbag and he was buying a bottle of Imperial Blonde. Oh, my gosh. And Imperial Blonde's like, don't disgrace the beer. With your patronage, you know. 
classic. Well, I think that's that's a dynamite topic, and that's something we definitely want to touch on more down the road is is online relationships, online dating. And again, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook. We still got the website under construction. Uh, so your best bet is going to be Facebook. You know, shoot us a message over there. Uh, message us if you don't want it on the page. Feel free to post directly to the page. Topics, things you want us to tackle uh, or cuss and discuss, all that stuff. <laughs> you know, post it right to the Facebook page. Groovy. Groovy. That's Billy's two bits. So yeah. awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening to the Cattle Barons Club, and uh, we'll see you next episode. Get in on the conversation. Like the Cattle Barons Club on Facebook. The Cattle Barons Club podcast is a service of Jason Laird Productions, LLC. For the latest episodes and contact information, visit us online at cattlebaronsclub.com.